At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Okay, welcome to Oral Hygiene. It's the podcast where we talk about educational films, experimental films, weird documentaries. This is Matt. With me today is Andrew Shear. Hello. Hi. Hey, what's up? Yep. Uh, so I, I sick this one on you, which is the uh, Youth Suicide Fantasy Part Two. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Part One's even available, but uh, you know what? I don't know. Uh, my first thing that I thought about was. I recall seeing this um, documentary kind of like what uh, this is, um, but it, it focused on the Judas Priest trial of the two guys that got drunk and shot each other at the same time in a suicide pact, but one of them lived, but he was only like just this really horrible like hole in his head. Like he, he literally looked like a monster. He would actually right. go around scaring kids. And uh, they interviewed him, and I couldn't look at his face. I mean, it was so disturbing to me. And I was afraid that that's what this was. And I was like, oh, God, I am not going to be able to watch this. Um, but uh, no, this, 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 of course, has lots of disturbing images, as they tell you, but not that one. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this one has, like, the perfect thumbnail though because you just got that guy like grooving to his judas priest or whatever slowly bringing the gun up to his head That's yeah oh god that... <laughs> i got a lot to say about this one but you know I, I i think we both have a kind of personal connection to uh th this the era in which these people were or the or at least the fallout which would have been the um the uh, the the what well, they called him the tipper sticker but it was the uh, parents music resource center the uh, explicit content stickers that were all over albums when we were uh pre-teen and teen i think they still are if you find physical versions <laughs> i i don't know i just remember it was basically if i was kind of back and forth on getting a record i would definitely want to get it if it had that sticker anyway this one doesn't really have a story so much but you want to give it that a uh, short three or four sentence summary yeah, this seems to be a, a, an informative religious video for parents of children who uh, enjoy rock and roll uh, because it's it they slag everybody from like Elvis and Rick Springfield going all the way through, you know, people like uh, uh, Motley Crue and Twisted Sister. So that tells you what around the time that this thing was made. Um, but there's there's a small there's a focus near the end on teen suicide and they're blaming everything that's wrong with kids or that kids can fall into from from drugs and alcohol to yes suicide they're blaming it squarely on music exactly so what would i put at the the end there Anyway, so yeah, never, never consider that the parents might suck or something, too. <laughs> no, in fact, the very beginning says, yeah, youth suicide, who is it their fault or so, something to that nature? You know, it's, it's like it never. And this is, you know, this will lead in, into at some point a uh, guy that we knew and um, who, as far as I know, is alive and well, thank goodness. 
but uh, you know, this this mostly is just these two dudes who I who I guess are brothers. They have the same last name, uh, sitting next to each other in chairs, like old school talks talk show style, and they're just yeah, they're they're citing so many bands and artists, and the I guess the point of it is buy Christian rock only. <laughs> Well, you can find even more hardcore people that say these guys aren't like, you know, like like Christian enough because they're still cool with Christian rock. You know, it's the rock sounds in general that are the problem. Okay, the yeah, I, the drum beats <laughs> of the devil. <laughs> I should note that I I didn't have a religious upbringing whatsoever. I never went to church, and so um, if I were going to become religious in my youth, people like these were really turning me off of it <laughs> because they. Um, seem to really hate everything that I enjoyed, everything that brought me happiness. Well, young person, you just don't understand. Yeah, I, I love the, uh, <laughs> the condescending young person. I'm like, I think these guys are actually a little younger than me now, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, they, and they, one of them has helmet hair. Uh, the guy who's kind of leading the conversation, he's got like, he looks like one of these scandalized uh, televangelist types. And then you've got the other guy who Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, he looks exactly like Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> he he looks like the guy who couldn't make the audition for the 1981 uh, Shoney's stripogram. I, I love when he um he gets like caught up with himself because he thinks he just made like a smart point and just like he's all like crazy. <laughs> he, does. he does that a few times. It's great. He's got a yeah. I know he he. I would say, okay, if I was going to like venture a guess as to who these are, um, Helmet Hair is probably, yeah, definitely a sex fiend and, uh, you know, religious cultist or whatever. Guy B, Jeff Fox, or where they were going to have to call him, um, I would imagine that he really did like was wanting to be in a rock band and it all went to hell because of him being on drugs and uh and all his friends became a big success and he's the, he's the one that's i think jealous of the success of these bands helmet head i think genuinely like gets off on the uh, the, the idea of evil there we go <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I yeah and they're weird um they have all the quotes from like I, i'm pretty sure jesus didn't say that and there's another time he's like, the Bible says, and then he just goes on some weird rant for like two minutes. <laughs> okay, so I didn't, this is something I, I didn't know about. Um, because, you know, every time they say, well, the Bible said, da, 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 and Jesus, da, 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 I'm like, I'm just assuming that they got that from somewhere. It was like, You're saying not. <laughs> the, the one, uh, well, they, he did, but um, Helmet Hair did one thing where he's like, the Bible says, and he does about half of a Bible quote, and then just starts riffing on stuff. <laughs> Is that not worse than any single thing that any of these bands did? I don't know, as far as sacrilege is concerned. Yeah, and where they're going for is weird, too. I mean, okay, they're going for Rick Springfield. It's like, hey, you know, I am i don't think either of us are like, well, obviously, we're not like uh, the devils in the rock and roll, but Mick Jagger, Kenneth Anger, there you go. <laughs> yeah, he, he does go down that route, and he, he manages to at least say that Hendrix was a good guitar player. <laughs> There's only but so far like, you can bullshit. I know. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> now it would be like, now not to be racist, but, but uh they they go a long time before they get to the suicide thing. Most of this is them um noting uh 
they're obsessed with the things that these bands did in their personal lives a lot of times or things that made headlines or the um, album covers never the music of yeah, course they, they can't they can't afford to put the music in here no okay the scorpions album cover uh virgin killer Dude, that, that they are uh, right there the scorpions suck <laughs> I, but I, I was not aware of this album cover. I was aware of one uh, album cover that someone did, and I don't think it was like metal, um, that had uh, an, you know, an underage girl on the front without any clothes on. I didn't know that Scorpions even did that. Most of the stuff they're talking about here, I didn't even, they, they, they are obsessed over the gross stuff <laughs> that fans <laughs> did. I mean, more than once they mentioned how someone died choking on vomit yeah they're definitely and, into that yeah so they're yeah it's it's that perverse patient um that really runs through this whole thing uh that religious people were, would always tend to do well i was just like I, w- I was just thinking we should like ludovico technique these guys with some porn hub you know <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah no i I always tend to think that the people that are that obsessed with evil and evil acts are the ones doing them. I, I did find it amusing that they, they couldn't pronounce D. Schneider, so they just start keep calling him Twisted Sister. Yeah, there was one other one where they, they just couldn't they couldn't get they, they didn't get the name right at all. Uh and and uh, I was like, Yeah, but you know like everywhere his penis has been. I mean, <laughs> this is this is just it was yeah, it was it was gnarly. I, I can't see any parent in their right mind taking anything from this um i could see parents being embarrassed that they decided to watch it um but the only ones that would really feel like they're this i would i would say preaching to the choir parents that already think rock and roll is evil are the ones that are really gonna would have really been into this uh or looking to blame anything but themselves and their own you know shitbag tendencies right because we can negligent we can show you the Impaler cover, which has some class gore, but no one ever listened to them that I know of. So, <laughs> exactly, they're they're really like digging for stuff. I'm like, half of these bands, I don't know who they. Oh no, it was the band Celtic. They pronounced Celtic. There we basketball. go. They're into basketball. Another band I don't know that you know I don't know exists, and so yeah, they were really just looking for stuff to prove their I mean, point. I. Ugh. <laughs> they could have they could have they could have delved down deeper into some of them like like Prince. Come on, Prince has like a 10 minute long funk jam called We Can Fuck. Go for that. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I think they just did a run through the record store and took pictures of stuff. You know. They're like, look for look for gross gnarly things, look for violence, look for you know, and that, but yeah, them showing the Scorpions cover with the, with the young girl on the front, I was almost just like, the way that the tone of voice they're using to describe it and saying this is just awful. Can we leave that picture on screen just a little longer so we can, you know, just really get how awful it is? <laughs> yeah, they... fact, can I get a copy of this for my home where I can study how awful it is? <laughs> yeah they said they were going to just flash these images up real quickly but that one hung around for a while it did um yeah, i'm sure there's nothing to that i i'm i i, I will oop, i'll admit I, I don't know my scorpion's history or anything but um i believe that cover was quickly you know taken off the shelves and replaced with one of just the, the band 
on the cover. It had to have been because I've literally, you know, I mean, I was never like an across the board metal fan, but I do remember listening to quite a lot of it around the time that MTV was doing the Headbangers Ball. And, uh, you know, this would have been. We were a little uh, later, though. It was all about it was, it was Cinderella and Winger. Yeah. And I, man, you know, they, they had some songs that I still like, but for the most part, it was just, you know, mass marketing working on a kid like me. And so, you know, it's, as long as they kept the black people off of the screen <laughs> and put the white people on, you know, it was like, buy these, not these. So I, but yeah, I mean, could we talk about, do we have, we don't have to name him, but we could name me, we, we could say me and this other guy. How about sure. that? Because I'm sure. sure you knew who I was talking about. If this is a good time to, to show what um, these these two brothers and their their informative video do, um, we got two kids, same age, same grade, same school. It was me whose parents let them listen to whatever music I wanted, let me watch whatever movies I wanted, and my parents were, you know, little. Uh, not quite your average suburban people. And, um, and then uh, a friend of mine from school, very good friend who's uh, was living with a very religious relative, wouldn't let them listen to any of, uh, of this stuff. Uh, didn't want them coming to my house. They'd seen Definitely this video. Gonna... Yeah. And, you know, and they were, yeah, it was really like oppressive. So, Tell me which one of these kids ends up getting into Satan, me or this other guy. Well, okay, you, time's up. <laughs> I was still thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ended up meeting him years later and hanging out with him. And he was just showing me his satanic altar. He was showing me all the, the just a dark black metal that he listened to. He also had those, um, traces of death uh, videotapes where it was just actual photos and footage of real like people dying and car accidents and all this stuff and uh, into uh, Anton LaVey Church of Satan and that's from him listening to Phil Collins because his parent there's his relative that he lived with would not let him listen to like any hard rock or whatever so yeah that's what Phil Collins ends up doing to you yeah, these are these are assholes who uh, took the porn out of the conveni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, they put it probably into their own uh, sex dungeons. Yeah, Japanese Seven <laughs> Eleven still have the um, have have the dirty magazines right right front. They're not even behind the counter; they're just on the rack. <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, you you got to realize that you know the hold withholding this and giving it a. a a subservient uh, or purient uh, connotation is just going to give people the attitude that it's this dirty thing and they are dirty and it, it really all leads to just no good, you know? Well, yeah, growing up, of course, we played in, in the band and uh, you, you had the opposite reaction of just going with the Tourette syndrome on stage, which was fun. <laughs> yeah, it uh, there's something empowering about having a microphone going like, I can't believe they gave me this. I'm a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and you start yelling into it and you're loud and you're going like, whoa, I wonder what this word would sound like. Everybody's got to hear this. This is hilarious. 
actually it's funny because you know what whenever i do vocals on stage you, you were usually without a guitar in hand so i i didn't actually do that until i think the last time i played because I, I brought up like a guest guitarist and i was like without you let a, loose i know but i was like whoa i've never done that before weird <laughs> but it's great it's great yeah, yeah. so i mean because all i remember is forgetting the lyrics and making them up on stage or singing gibberish oh. Oh god, I did that so much. Yeah, yeah, because I, I mean, in so a much. club, the sound's not good enough that people can make out the words anyway. So no, no one cares. You know, I, and honestly, it's about the energy of it. You know, and I, I should note that I never got into any drugs, never, never got drunk, none of that stuff. Um, I don't know about this other guy, but yeah, it it always kind of stuck out to me. I saw at a very young age that um, creating this uh, the idea of this forbidden filthy thing just uh, draws the person to it you know and we'll talk about this because it'll come up in another movie that we are be discussing not on this episode but coming up just about you know like how certain things you just the more you try and keep kids away from it (laughs) or they want to do it yeah um and here's here's one thing i mean you actually could take a perspective i i usually am not like i don't listen to much metal these days because i'm usually in a good mood you know <laughs> it's good while in traffic so if you're not driving because i was going to say slayer is the best being in traffic music that i can think of yeah okay there's there's a point to that but yeah <laughs> here and i'm actually uh recently i've had another loophole to this so if you spend uh all time just by yourself playing the violent video games and listening to death metal all day by yourself yeah you're gonna get kind of like dark and weird you know uh that probably but if you're doing it with friends i mean if you're sitting next to your friend and you know blowing each other up over and over it's now now it's kind of different because now you're having a good time so yeah um, i don't know if it works the same with porn though because if you're hanging around watching porn with your friends it feels a little weird Okay, that yeah, I'm I'm talking more like violence and dark. <laughs> I know music. what you're talking who, about. Who watches porn? I guess <laughs> I've seen porn in what you would call mixed company before. Yeah, I, I, again, I don't I don't want to name names, especially because uh, the dude's pretty solid. But uh, the the porn greatest hits videotape at a party. Do yeah. You that? <laughs> Maybe. Dude showed Did up. Did he little... make the video himself? Yeah, he had edited it himself. Oh, and it was like his his best jizz bubbles of 1987 or something like that. Something like that. And brought to a party. It's like, hey, let's put this on. And I was like, uh, let's not. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I remember sitting there thinking, hey, you sat and made this. <laughs> and I knew what it took to edit on two VCRs. That was how we did our editing back then in the pre-nonlinear uh, computer editing days. And so I was sitting there going like, you know, on the one hand, fascinated, but on the other, I'm like, you really made this. <laughs> and it was not like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did, did he actually play it? Yeah. Oh, it was okay. a birthday party. Yeah, I know. I, I guess I didn't sit around and watch it, but. <laughs> I well, do. I mean, you know, you wanted to be supportive of his creative efforts and <laughs> no i i didn't he was younger than me so i i didn't want to sit there and go you nasty bastard but it was a nasty bastard not him but i, I guess if, i don't know if john holmes shows up at your party and he's done the same thing but it all stars him i guess i would add another wrinkle it's like here's the greatest hits of myself doing porn. yeah that'd like, be a little you know, bit 
more intense. Here, this is this is all the times my penis folded up like a roll of play-doh. <laughs> Check this out. Okay. Or you know, but no, um I I I just I, I, I sincerely think that that creating yeah, making anything out to be this evil other uh arouses curiosity. You I mean, know? Yeah. I mean this film comes to the place where you're you know, you shouldn't forget to pray before sex or before killing your favorite rock star. I just feel like the oppression, the guilt, all that stuff has created far more perverts and dangerous people uh, than, you know, uh, you know, than, than just letting people, giving people kind of a little bit more freedom and God, a little bit more like having a little bit more faith in their intelligence, <laughs> you know? Yeah, this film doesn't really um, assume you're that sharp. <laughs> no, well, no. Oh, it's the one with the mom. Oh, and the mom said, oh, yeah, he would sit in his room listening to metal for 18, 18 hours. hours. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Nobody does that. <laughs> right. So later in the later in the video, there's this part where, um, you know, they do like a, a case study or whatever. And um, it's this it's this kid who, who who figured out how to make a silencer. So he and all this is from them. Like we don't get names. We can't look this up. We don't know. We don't know if this is their nephew sitting there watching this, getting high, going, "Hey, that's me." But <laughs> it he it shows um it show it it tells the story of a, a kid who yeah he goes in his room and puts his mom's bathrobe over a, a rifle and shoots himself in the head. And um, when it shows the picture of him. It's like the innocent kid picture from school, but then it pulls back and you've got it on a frame sitting in the middle of a desk with heavy metal cassettes all around it. I'm like, so did this guy like put those there when he came to like take pieces of the body away for his skin museum before he made this film or. Oh, I thought he listened to metal for 18 hours a day while staring at his school picture. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Damn, my slacks were tight that day. <laughs> exactly. Oh, damn. Of course, they end this film on a freeze frame, too. That's good. I, I just, yeah. I mean, this really is like, I mean, between two ferns is kind of like higher production values. So, no, it is. <laughs> and it's mostly the two dudes on the stage. Um, but uh, the appeal is not only by them like tagging it with buy our book. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is kind of an infomercial. I don't know if you'd call this real info, but it's also the, the amusing thing. Uh, this is mostly going to be amusing to fans of uh, rock and roll history and people who were into metal back in the day or know something about the history of heavy metal, particularly the like, late 70s and early to mid 80s. You're going to want to see this because, I mean, this is really how things began, um, you know, all the way until, you know, Tipper Gore was, uh, you know, the... the vice president of the United States wife, you know, um, there's better documentaries about that if you want to actually see the real thing, but this goes to show you how the satanic panic, uh, this is the information parents were supposedly getting and then just creating this awful rift between themselves and their own children. You know, so this is a good one to consider who are they showing this to exactly? Cause it's, it, they're talking to the kids, right? Like young person, but we assume it's probably like, you know, like Sunday afternoon at the evangelical 
uh, church and they're putting this on for the study group for the adults or something. Yeah, it just makes me wonder. I would, I am wondering where is part one. Um, but I don't know if I could sit through it because it takes them so long to even get to the suicide stuff, which is, you know, I mean, right now with COVID, teen suicide is in, in its, you know, one of its high or low or whatever you want to call it. a lot of, there's a lot of people in the United States and teenagers are, are killing themselves yeah. uh, because of the isolation and the depression and, you know, some have home lives that are terrible that they now can't escape. There's a number of reasons why they're doing that. But, uh, you know, you think about back then, the fact that they were blaming this awful tragedy on just on like David Lee Roth is mentioned, you know, and boy, George, that, you know, that, I, the debauchery of Rick Springfield. Yeah, I know. Right. Working class dog. I'm, I'm pretty I, sure joining a band did not get him laid. I don't know. <laughs> no, um, probably did, being on, being on a soap opera probably is what did it. There we go. Um, I, I desperately wanted to find and came up with no information on the two guys that are in the chairs and the woman who uh, wrote and uh, produced this whole thing. Cause I wanted, I, I just knew that you would inevitably find that they had some scandal, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm not sure they did, but uh, yeah, for me, I guess I, I, don't really remember the title of this film. I think of it as like the Peter Brothers film, right? And where they just talk shit about rock stars. So I guess I wasn't like too disappointed not, not getting to the suicide stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, no. And, and the way you described it, the Peter Brothers talk shit about everyone. That's basically all this is. But um, I guess we should wrap it up. You know, this we're looking at a a, a film for fine Christian warriors. So we should we should end this with a. A prayer to commitment. That's My love right. for you is like a truck berserker. <laughs> Would you like some making fuck berserker? My love is, for you is like a rock berserker. Would you like to smoke some pot berserker? My love for you is ticking clock berserker. Would you like to suck my cock berserker? Would you like some making fuck berserker? Amen. I can't breathe. <laughs> See, that's the power of Christ compelling you. I, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> it's a poem. <laughs> Turns out that is a real song, too. It's got oh, a, no, yeah. I, I remember hearing it. That's just... Because we all just remember the, the Russian dude singing outside the convenience store, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, works as a, it works as a prayer, too. So we'll, we'll wrap up on the Peters Brothers here today. But... Um, I've been listening to a few of our earlier episodes, and when you when you give your Instagram, it sounds like you're about to sing bingo. You should work a song, G O N Z O. Yeah, whatever, man. I just spell it so that people don't try to do two R's at the end there. There we go. I guess you should spell it one more time since I brought it up. Yeah, go get you some G O N Z O R I F F I C. G-O-N-Z-O so could also be like a sci-fi drug, like like that one in the Dread movie. Yeah, man, I got it in my neck. G-O-N-Z-O, man. And um, I've been told that all of the podcast stuff I do is at the name that I'm having to look up because I don't want to get it wrong. I can't see the whole thing. Huh. 
podcastio podcastius see i don't see the end of the word that's the problem that's why i can't remember it but uh yeah anyway you could do that or hear me and another feller talk about sci-fi movies at mlsfs pod i was actually looking at the name that time but um it sometimes our names are flipped the other way so i mm. had to like cross pollinate for that because <laughs> i was like oh out i was like alphabetical it goes alphabetical so we started and then luke was like no but that would be two podcasts that start with my name so we flipped it but it depends it's different where where you depending where you look so <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway go out and young person and listen to some of that wholesome uh christian rock i guess yeah, or Cannibal Corpse. Your choice. Or Cannibal Corpse, that's cool too, yeah. Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.